everybody. We're so glad that you've tuned into this podcast. We are Tom and Julie Meekins. And I'm just a dad, a grandpa, a brother in Christ. And I am just a mom, Grammy, and sister in Christ. And together, we entered the world of special needs 25 years ago with our youngest daughter, Amy. Our desire is to help you to be the champion for your kids that you want to be. We hope you find something here that will make your world world a little brighter. And today we start a nine-part series entitled Practical Tips to Survive COVID Education Days at Home. Mm-mm-mm. And among the topics that we're going to cover over the next nine weeks or the nine... Uh, nine podcasts. Nine po- <laughs> podcasts, there you go, is uh, the first one, Settle Yourself. We're going to be talking about that today. Um, the next one, Settle the Children. Then we'll talk about being flexible. Mm-hmm. And then laugh. Yeah. And then have compassion and um, guide your children. Don't lord it over them. Praise first and then recruit help and then keeping things in perspective. So those are the titles on the topics that we're going to cover over the next nine weeks. Today we will talk about five ways that you can settle yourself. If you're a parent who is intending to send your child to school full-time but are thrust into educating them at home, either full-time or part-time, this is for you. Yes, and if you're a parent of a child with special challenges of any kind, this is for you. If you're the parent who is fully intending to teach your child at home anyway, this is for you. In other words, if you're a parent, period, this is for you. So let's dig in. Uh, The first topic is settle yourself. Be the peace factor in your home. Utilize techniques to calm yourself so that you can keep a calm atmosphere for your family. Here are just a few ideas to get you started. And the first one I've got to implement right now. Okay, (laughs) do it. It's called breathe. (sighs) When we are stressed, we forget to breathe. Uh, Just take in a deep breath, hold it for a count of four, And exhale. (sighs) Attach uh, deep breathing to the routines of your day and be proactive about it. For example, just as you awaken before mealtime, after mealtime, just before communicating with your children, after communicating with your children, or before or after any routine that you've set up for your family. Breathing is something we forget to do many times. Isn't it interesting that, okay, when we're afraid, we Mm -hmm. forget to breathe. When we're stressed out, we forget to breathe. Or take short breaths. A lot of times I'm just breathing very short breaths in in, in some anxiety times. Which can can cause you to hyperventilate, and that's not good either, right? And so we need to be intentional about our breathing. It's not something that we naturally remember to do all the time. And so, you know, when you're in the middle of your kids and working with them for school or anything else in life, you know, there are going to be those moments where you're just constant, constant, constant on the go. And there's always something you're pulling somebody out of some kind of craziness. You know, the baby's in the toilet or whatever (laughs) else, you know, happens as you're trying to go about your day. Just stop. And breathe. And just what I do, I pull it in and I count to four this way. 
1001, 1002, 1003, 1004, and then let it out. I guarantee you, when you're in a moment where you really are just ready to blow your top because life is just really hard. Helps relax. It does. It makes all the difference in the world. So breathing is the first thing that you can do to settle yourself. Absolutely. And keep yourself calm. When you walk into a scenario in your house and you see craziness abounding, stop and breathe. When your child is really confused about what's going on with school, whether it's coming through the computer, through a public school or a private school, or whether it's your own homeschooling curriculum, stop a minute and breathe and teach your children to do this right, too. Right. Once you get the hang of it, uh, teaching your children to breathe will help them relax and be calm also. Yeah, and that's really important. Okay, what's the second one, Tom, that we want to think about how we're going to keep the peace factor in our home? Right. The, the, the second is get into God's Word. When, when the world is swirling at a fast pace around us in our home or outside our home, we need to stay rooted deeply with the anchor of our soul. Our Heavenly Father is waiting for us to rest, to rest in Him. He wants us to seek Him for wisdom and energy and empowerment. His Word supplies the truth that we need in this world where so many lies and falsehoods abound. We need Him every moment of the day. I think the problem in our day and age right now is that so many people do not know the truths and the promises in the scripture that's going to help you get through your day. And I mean, none of us know all that we need to know, right? So it's not about guilt. It's not about, oh, I didn't have my quiet time today. It's not about that. It's about how are we going to get into God's word so we can know the heart of God and we can understand how important um, or how much he loves us and how he wants us Um, to trust Him and to lean on Him. How are we going to know that if we're not reading those promises? So you had mentioned something earlier today when we were talking about doing the podcast. Psalm 23, yes. Uh, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Um, and, and, and so God is there at, at all times. Jesus, when, when he was um, in a storm, he was, what, asleep in the back of the boat. And so he was perfectly calm. But the disciples looked to him because they, uh, they, they were afraid. They were, they were fearful. They needed to be calm. And so they looked to Jesus to stop the wind and the waves. Yeah. We may need to settle ourselves because... Um, there is uh, so much going on in our world right now that is upsetting the normal course of living, right? So we've got COVID. Um, We're in the middle of a pandemic, and we're we're hopefully we're on the other end of it, but we'll see. Well, we don't have it personally, thank you. No, we don't have it personally. I'm talking about, in general, the the country is the the city, the, the community in which you live, right? So we're all having to do life differently because of what's going on. Um, politics are a little crazy right now. We're in, the, in an election year and you know we've got all kinds of people spouting what it is that's important to them and we've got unrest in our world. But here's where the anchor comes in. Right. You get into God's word and you're going to know his truth and you're going to know his sovereignty. You're going to know that he is 
in control. Even when it looks like he's not, he is. And you can trust him and you can trust in him and you can cry out to him. He asks us Mm -hmm. to do that in his word. So the second one is get into God's word. It's essential. Right. So we're going to breathe and we're going to get into God's word. We're going to study scripture. Uh, Maybe there's a verse or two or three. Uh, Verse of the days. There's there's many Mm -hmm. places you can get the verse of the day. Um, and and um, think through uh, God's you know, God's comfort in your life. I use, um, and I think Tom, you do too. U version. Yes. If you look for, if you have that app, um, and there's lots of different apps, but if you have that app, it's wonderful because you can get the verse of the day, and that gives you a shot in the arm, right? You, okay, here's a truth I can count on. Here's a nugget that I can count on. And then I also have a. a plan a bible reading plan and i just turn it on when i'm doing mundane things so if i'm folding laundry i turn it on you know um, there are times in your day uh, maybe (laughs) if you have littles at home maybe not (laughs) but there might be times in your day where you could just turn on uh, a reading plan a bible reading plan and just listen and then turn it off when the kids come in and they need you you know so just think about doing that that's a way to get god's word into Mm -hmm. your heart so number three so we're talking about what things can you do to settle yourself in this crazy world that we live in. Okay, so you can pray. Pray. Lean on the God who created both you and your children. Ask him for help. I can't tell you how many arrow prayers I launched in the midst of the crazy days of raising our littles. Wow, seems like forever ago, but just yesterday, right? I still do that, and the children are grown, and now we have grandchildren that we pray for in those arrow prayers. Just knowing he is there, and he cares, and he loves my children more than I ever could was motivation enough to keep me coming back, and it still is. So if you know the God of the Bible, because you're getting into his word, then praying to him, you know who you're praying to, mm-hmm. right? And just, in, even if you're not well-versed in scripture, start with that relationship of crying out to him. I need a little help here because these kids are needing, and I don't know if I have anything left. <laughs> you know, I'm sort right. of drained, you know? So what times during your day do you think you need to shoot an arrow prayer or to spend more time like on your knees in prayer. On your waking time. Yeah, Pray continually. Yeah. So we were thinking when we were talking about this earlier as we're prepping for the podcast, we were talking about different times in our life when things were a little over the top and that we needed mm. some serious prayer time. And, and Tom, you remembered um, Josh in the mall. In the mall, yeah. Who hasn't looked around and... You count noses. If you have three children with you, you're always counting one, two, three. And then all of a sudden, oh, I counted two. Josh was gone. He had <laughs> wandered away. And this is in the, the eating court, the food court. The food court. He was a toddler. And uh, I, I looked and looked and looked, and he was nowhere to be found. And, and so as I'm walking past this elderly gentleman um, toward the end of the food court, all he did was looked at me and pointed, <laughs> pointed up some stairs, which led out of the food court and lo and behold, into a toy store. Two stores away from the food and court Josh was the toy store. was in the toy store. <laughs> it was like an angel sitting there in that, in that seat, pointing me in the direction of where, uh, where Josh was. And so uh, when you f- immediately find out that there, a child is mis- missing, you don't, you don't just go, 
fall apart. Uh, yeah, you don't fall apart, although sometimes you do. But you <laughs> just say help, and so that that's what that's an arrow arrow prayer. Mm-hmm. Where is he? Help! It's yeah. it's like, boom! I prayed to the Lord, and He answered. And um, we're very, very thankful that we found him. And what that does for us is that by the time Tom got to um, Jonah, uh, Jonah, that's our grandson, that's Josh's son. But by the time we got to Josh, uh, he got to Josh, we, we could be a little bit calmer about greeting him, even though we were frantic. We could be a little bit calmer about greeting him if you know that God is with you as you walk into that store and you go get your son. Right. Um, sibling fighting. I don't know about at your house if you have more than one child, but this is a common occurrence, right, among siblings. There's always something to pick at somebody about. There's always button to push. There's always some way to cause a little ruckus in the house, right? And sometimes you're just like at the end of yourself thinking, if these kids don't stop fighting, I'm going to scream. Well, instead of screaming, pray and, and just ask for a little help, and that will calm you. So if you're breathing and you're getting into God's Word and you're praying, then you're going to do a whole lot better. Also, oh, the time that Josh got stuck in a tree. No, oh, he climbed up a tree, and, and uh, I get this call at work from Julie. He says, Josh is in a tree. And she had to call the fire department to, to, get, to get him back down. He was way far up in so, the sycamore tree. So I, I He's four years old. Immediately uh, leave work and come home, and there's fire trucks in, <laughs> in the front of the house. And, and so he's, um, he has been rescued by that time. So it wouldn't have done Josh any good if I was falling apart. So that's why we need to, for the sake of of our family, we need to learn how to breathe, how to get into God's Word, how to pray, so that when those moments come, when you have to call the fire department because your kid's stuck in a tree, or when the kids are fighting, or when the baby is doing crazy things and pulling out everything in your cabinets, or whatever else, um, or or you lose a child in a mall or Mm. in a public setting, then you've got to go to, and and that's so incredibly important. Also, mealtimes. Mealtimes, we used to call it the bewitching hour, the dinner time. Is that true at your house? Everybody's hungry, nobody's happy, dinner doesn't come fast enough, mom can't get dinner because kids need her, and, you know, it's just, or dad can't get dinner because kids need him, and it's just a crazy time. Those prayers, those quick little prayers remind you that God is around in the midst of all of that so yes pray pray Pray. and then do something for yourself the next one go ahead julie take that so i have here is number four eat chocolate (laughs) and so you might think really you say chocolate how is that going to help me settle chocolate is a simple pleasure and it's for good me. for you if it doesn't have a whole lot of sugar the dark chocolate dark chocolate yeah good thank for you. you i like you to say that yes. in moderation <laughs> it is, yes in moderation it is a reward of sorts right so looking for so you so you have something that you're looking forward to you're looking forward to this particular indulgence right but looking forward to that helps me to focus on getting through those tough moments i can think Oh, but there's chocolate waiting in the cabinet when they go down for their naps or when I put them in in a place where they have to do a quiet work. You know, I can go grab that chocolate I've got hidden in that cabinet. Um, Maybe it's not chocolate for you. Maybe it's a coffee. Coffee is very popular right now in all its different variations. Maybe it's a coffee or maybe it's cookies. Tom said earlier, maybe it's ice cream. (laughs) So, yeah. When we were trying to figure out what, what are those simple pleasures, Tom desperately tried to watch sports <laughs> when oh, our kids yeah. were really young. Yeah. 
And it, tell them about the Super Bowl day. Oh yeah, I had this uh, had these wonderful <laughs> plans to watch the Super Bowl with the family, and and the children were very young. It, it was uh, our older house. I remember. I can see the picture right now. <laughs> we laid out a blanket. We had snacks in front of us, and we were all going to watch the Super Bowl. It was going to be a cozy family time, wasn't and it? I think it lasted five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So we had to we had to regroup and decide that Tom's um, pleasure needed to be something different, <laughs> <laughs> or he had to watch it by himself. So I, I don't remember the, the outcome, but yeah. uh, I do remember the process. <laughs> but the point is, we have to look forward, look forward to, to something. something yes. Okay, a little small reward, whatever it might be. And the fifth, um, the fifth thing. What are we calling these? The fifth. How to settle yourself topic. and be the peace factor in your home. So in the, the topic, one, yes. Yeah. The fifth one, the fifth way that we have is to check in with others for support. This is extremely important. We are not meant to do this life alone. God created us for community. If you don't have a supportive community where you can run to get support, create one. Uh, just sharing a difficult moment with another person or another family can diffuse the situation. We had num- a number of families uh, where the kids were the same age or similar age that we developed friendships with and we got together with a lot. Not one of us has all the answers. Uh, someone in a support system may have an idea that is just the thing to help. Um, Our oldest daughter checks in with Julie several times a week, even today, and sometimes several times a day as she goes about raising our our darling granddaughter. And it's such a a joy and a pleasure to be involved in the process of raising that precious little girl. And then our son, he asks for family dinners about every two weeks. And then we have another daughter, um, and and we we can connect by... Things that we remember from childhood, we might send her a, a private message with some pictures and um, different things like that. It, it, and so that's family. And then Tom was talking to you a, bit, a little bit about, you know, other families that are in similar situations as you. There might be somebody in your neighborhood across the street. I'm looking out our office window right now from our home, and there's a wonderful situation going on. There's a, a young family with a little toddler who just turned two. Um, who lives right across the street, and right next to them is an older woman um, who lives alone. And so they have made a connection. They have made a bond that is so precious to watch, and I can see it out the window while I'm working. That little guy, he gets out of the house, and he runs right over to that that woman's house, his neighbor's (laughs) house. And they they get in the car together, and they go off together, and it's just a precious little time. That's a support system for this young mom with this toddler. So, and, and I would guess that that woman, the older woman, is um, really enjoying every minute with this little toddler and his mama. So, what other ways can you connect? Bible studies, you can do Bible studies together. Um, sports programs together. Mm, we did yes. that with our kids, and we got to a support system that way. Nowadays, too, you've got texting that you can do, like, really fast. We didn't have that, you know, back in the day when we were raising right, we our were kids. We were just getting email addresses. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, so that's another way though, if you're having a moment and you just need to have a little bit of support, you can text or you can private message and you can say, please pray for me. Or do you have any ideas? This is what's happening at my house right now. Or can you come over or, and then these days of COVID that's a little scary and crazy, but you know, sometimes that works too. So, you know, that's the idea though. We need to have, 
Uh, we're really not meant to do this world alone. We're not meant to do this life alone. So if you, you know, if you don't have a support system, create it. Create it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Tom, would you like to reiterate the uh, five ideas that we have for you to settle yourself? Right. And this, uh, in settling yourself, remember to breathe. Remember to get into God's word. Remember to pray. And remember to eat chocolate or do something that you like, something that you can look forward to. And check in with others for support. Very important. The other thing that I wanted to bring up when we mm-hmm. were talking about praying, I just thought about it, um, is a friend of ours has three very young little boys, and her oldest one has autism. And uh, I think they're like eight and under, these kids. And she has developed a portion of her closet, her clothes closet, to be her prayer closet. Mm -hmm. And so she goes in there and she tells the boys, okay, mommy's praying now, so you play. And that doesn't always work because you know how little, little kids are. But they know that she's in there and that it's a serious and quiet time. So even if they do come in, they just sit on her lap and they're quiet and because she's trained them to do that. So mm-hmm. prayer closets are excellent things. You know, if you've seen the movie War Room, you really can get a good idea of what, what how powerful a prayer closet can be. Prayer is a good thing. So, yeah, so those are some ideas. And we're excited because um, we're going to be sharing with you next time... Um, how to how to settle the children okay so you're all settled well not one and done is it it's like (laughs) every day we have to think of these things Um, but but our children also need to be settled this is a hard place for them their worlds have been turned upside down ours have theirs have and we're trying to figure it out there's a little unrest in our spirits and they sense it because kids are very very perceptive and so how can we settle them And, you know, we're going to settle ourselves first because we have to put that oxygen mask on ourselves first, right? In order order to be of any use to somebody else. And then we're going to learn some things on how to settle the children. Okay, very good. Thank you for joining us. And we invite you to check out our website at championsforparents.com. And there's the number four in there, championsforparents.com. And invite you to email us at championsforparents at gmail.com. Uh, .com. And also come find Champions for Parents on Facebook. Like us there and uh, send us a message. We'll interact with you on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Bye now. Bye-bye. <laughs>